got to operate in truth, right? Operate in truth. Tell the truth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gator Truth Florida Football Podcast. I'm Daniel, and on this episode, we're going to take a look at the Gators' loss to Vanderbilt in Nashville this past Saturday. A loss to Vanderbilt is nothing you'll ever hear me say is acceptable for the Gators, and I will stand by that after this game. I know there's a lot of blame that people are giving to all sorts of ways, and we'll get into that, but this was not a good game for the Gators. It was not a fun game to rewatch, and so we'll take a look at it. Last week, I didn't do player grades. I look more at what the keys to the game were. I'm going to try and do a little bit of both during this episode. So let's go ahead. Let's jump in it. Let's look at the offense. The first thing that I said that the offense had to do was establish the run. And of course, we did not establish the run. If we take away a bad snap, which costs us 18 yards, we only rushed for 63 yards in this game against a terrible Vanderbilt defense, which was 91st in the nation against the run coming into the game. Of course, I had pointed out that they were better than USF, better than Carolina, and better than AM coming into the game against the run. So it was expected that maybe we took a step back. However, I don't think it should have been this much of a step back. Our offensive line did not get pushed, did not open holes for the most part. Our running backs didn't make men miss and then get a few yards like they've been doing. In fact, Montrell Johnson, his longest run for the game was 15 yards, and that was nullified by a 15-yard after the play excessive or unnecessary roughness penalty against Kingsley Egwikin. And when you do that, and we let's say we take away that rush because it was nullified. Montrell Johnson averaged 1.7 yards per carry on 10 carries. That is unacceptable, and our running game does have to be better. There is a lot to be made about whether AR could have or should have kept the ball more times on the running game. That's fair, but there's also plenty of times where we run the ball, and it is not an option play, and we need to be able to run the ball against teams like Vanderbilt, especially when there isn't an option. There are running plays that are not designed where it's an option for the QB. So I do not blame AR totally as some have done because our offensive line and running backs couldn't get the situation going. The second key I had was accurate passing. For this game, I will say overall, it was accurate passing what I would like to see. AR was 25 of 42. However, he did have five drops held against him in this game. And I will go through those five drops. The first one is right after the targeting play. He throws it to the right to Burke, who has plenty of room. He catches it, can turn up field, possibly get a first down. Instead, he just drops what is a good ball with touch, which is something a lot of people have said on these short throws. AR needs to do touch. And so when we see the touch and we see the drop, it is a problem. Then later on on the same drive, this is the first drive of the game. 
third down after we've ineffectively run the ball. Gator Nation Football Podcast has already put these the first two plays on Twitter and talked about we ran it pretty much as correctly as we could. We just didn't block Johnson on third and eight from the 10, wide open. All he has to do is catch it and drops, again, a nice, softly thrown ball. I'm sorry, that's not on the quarterback. Then later on in a screen, Bowman drops the ball. Uh, I believe that was on the second drive of the game after we had recovered a fumble. And then on the play where AR got the interception, well, he throws the ball where only his receiver could get it while trying to not take a sack on this third down. Bowman finds a way not only to dive and save it from the turf, but to fling it up into the path of the Vanderbilt defender, giving them a short field. And then, of course, the final play or the final drop I will list. There's one I'm not so sure on, so I'm not listing it here, but I'll just count these fives. Is Reynolds in the end zone, which Reynolds has come out on Twitter and said he couldn't see it. The sun was in his eyes. Fine. But right now I'm talking about accurate passing. And I will say this, those five drop balls, if we hit those five, then that's 30 out of 41 because the Dejon Reynolds touchdown doesn't get thrown if it's caught the first time. So I'm subtracting a pass attempt. And when I do that, 73% completion percentage. And that is a good number. Unfortunately, we did have some big drops on some good throws. So I will overall give a check to the accurate passing. And we did throw for 400 yards, so that is something. The third offensive key to the game that I gave is to take care of the football. Offensively, we did this pretty well, except for, like I said, the ridiculous interception that we threw. Again, I don't think it's on the quarterback if he throws it towards the ground and the receiver somehow pops the ball up so the defender can get it, which is what it is but overall i would give a check to taking care of the football at least as far as it pertains to the offense it was a freak interception it's not fair for me to really just say hey it's on the receiver however if you're going to make that you've either got to make sure you catch it or that the ball hits the ground moving towards the defensive goals the first thing i said is to contain right overall we did do this i would give this a check He only ran, I believe, for 13 yards on eight carries. He did run for a first down or two, so that was a problem. But we also did limit him as a guy who had taken off for, you know, 59-yard touchdowns. We did slow him down in that regard, so that was a check for our defense. However, the second key was to stop the run after that, and that is something that we failed to do. We allowed Vanderbilt to run for 175 yards, especially when they were trying to run the clock. We were having problems stopping that, and we allowed five yards per carry to their running back, Smith, and four yards per carry to their running back, Davis, who ran for 122 yards, and these are things we could not afford to do, and yet we still did them against Vandy, and the results speak for themselves. Now, I would be amiss if I just spoke about the keys and didn't speak about special teams before we go through and give grades. The special teams overall was not good, whether it was an extra point miss or whether, of course, it was the Jason Marshall 
fumble into the end zone that gave Vandy seven points and an eight-point lead. Really changed the game at that point. Of course, right before that, we had a pick six where if Kamari Wilson doesn't drop the pick six, completely different ball game. At that point, it'd be 13 to seven. We'd have the momentum, probably taking the lead into the half, get the ball to start the second half. And then if we score there, go up by multiple scores, completely different game. And that's why each play does matter. So let's circle back to how I would grade the position groups. Like I said, Anthony Richardson, I thought he played well this game. We can debate on some of the times he should have kept it versus not. I would love to see the film breakdown on each individual running play to see if it's as bad as the people blaming him for the loss, which I think that is beyond a mistake, uh, seem to be doing. And I definitely don't think it was due to him not keeping the ball that we lost the game. He's not the one turning the ball over on punt returns. He's not the one failing to stop the run. He's not the one failing to make the blocks against a bad Vanderbilt defense. I would give him an A- minus for this game. I think he could run more, but the dude threw for 400 yards. The dude hit passes all over the field, whether they were screen passes, whether it was over the top, intermediate, he hit passes everywhere and would have had more success if things like the Montreal Johnson drop doesn't happen. That's one more touchdown pass, one more completed pass. So that's why I'm going to give him an A-. minus. Now, we can talk about whether or not he should have thrown the ball in the end zone on that Hail Mary play. Yes, what I thought watching it live, what my brother thought watching it live, is that he believed the play wasn't happening and just tossed the ball out of frustration. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. The clock hits zero before the ball is snapped. And if the clock hits zero before the ball is snapped, doesn't matter if he throws it in the end zone, doesn't matter if he... Scores a touchdown, runs for a touchdown, doesn't matter. The clock hits zero before the ball snapped. And if the clock hits zero before the ball snapped, then the play doesn't matter. I know I just said every play matters, but if a play doesn't exist or cannot exist or cannot be a result, then yes, then that doesn't matter. And we can talk about whether he should have thrown that ball in frustration or not, whether he should have the end zone or not. That's fine, but I'm not holding him against a play against him where Justin Shorter catches the ball in bounds and then the clock should have run out anyways well before that ball is snapped. There can be a discussion of whether that ball should have been caught by Shorter, thrown better so he could catch it, go out of bounds, but throw what it was what it was and Shorter makes the diving catch is what it is. We should never be in a spot where we're trying to come back against Vanderbilt, so... I'm not worried about that at all. Running backs, I'm going to give a C minus. Obviously, dropping a touchdown pass is going to impact it. There were a few good receptions by the running backs. The running backs' rushing averages, though, were just terrible. Again, we talked about Montreal Johnson. Even if you didn't subtract that one um, carry that his long of 15, which of course was nullified. He ran for less than three yards per carry. ETN ran for 2.25 yards per carry with a long of five yards. Obviously, not a great day. People ask, why didn't we run more? Well, it's kind of hard to make the decision to continue to run more when I can count 15 carries for 41 yards by the running backs. 
that is less than three yards per carry. And at no point do I think less than three yards per carry screams, we should do this more, but to each their own. And then we're going to go to the offensive line real quick. Offensive line, terrible. They're getting an F. You can't against a bad run defense in Vanderbilt. Also, the 120th, 130th ranked pass defense. Of course, we took advantage of that, but the 123rd ranked defense, you can't run the ball on them. 91st ranked run defense, you can't run the ball on them. That is totally offensive line. Total failure on the offensive line. Needs to do better. Cannot have that. We will get destroyed if they show up like that in Tallahassee. This was unacceptable at the highest level, especially for a position group with two position group coaches. This was a complete failure. This was also a group that has more than enough enough depth for the year and had all of their starters playing. This wasn't like when we had Tarquin out and missed Torrance for a game here. It wasn't like that. This was the best lineup, and they just messed up. Overall, I'm going to give the receivers a B plus because they caught most of the balls that got us to 400 yards. They made some great plays. I would have them in the A's category, except for, again, a few drops, including a key drop that flicked the ball up for an interception that went to a short field, led to a Vanderbilt touchdown that helped build a lead that ended up being insurmountable. Moving, and I'm going to include the tight ends with that. Moving to the defense. The defensive line, I'm going to give them a B- minus because of the fact they allowed Vandy to rush so much. They did do decently well at times getting pressure in the pass game. There are also a few times that they should have had tackles in the backfield and definitely did not. The linebackers, it did stink that Miller went out on that targeting. But with that said, you allowed them to run, especially when we couldn't have them running. I'll give you a C plus because for the first part of that game, you did really well. But as the game wore on, you weren't making the stops we needed to make. Going to that defensive backfield, Jason Marshall with a great interception that we just did not convert with. And we only allowed 108 yards passing. With that said, yes, I know we allowed three passing TDs. I don't believe the defensive backs were covering on all three. They definitely could have done things a little bit better. But with that said, that's why I'm going to give them a B plus. Overall, I couldn't say the defensive backs were the reason we lost, at least as far as playing defensive backs. Again, Marshall on special teams, that's separate from his play in the defensive backfield which he did save us some points and get a crucial interception there on the sideline late in the game. So again, I'm giving these guys a B plus for that. Special teams, I'm giving an F. There wasn't much to be excited about on our special teams going forward. And we gave the other team points. One time uh, we went down, scored, kicked the ball off, and allowed them to return it to about the 40. These things cannot happen, and that is a failure for our special teams and missing an extra point. 
going to the coaching corner. I understand why we went for it when we were down 14 to 12 is what it is. However, if we don't chase points, we have a few more extra points because I think we miss two two-point conversions and an extra point. Then the game's a little bit different mathematically, of course. Again, just to correct something, if I said it wrong, we could have been up 17 to 7 at the half with the field goal we made if we didn't drop the touchdown pass and if we got the pick six rather than the next play where we gave up the touchdown on special teams. I think there could be a few more designed runs for AR. Forget the option type plays. We do have design runs like that power run to the right that we run ran successfully against Tennessee, ran it for a touchdown against Carolina. Things like that we could have done. We didn't do too much of that. So we, if we want air to run more, let's see more of that in the coaching. Definitely in the defense, there's got to be a little bit more emphasis on some of the things we do. There are some great things that we emphasize, like ripping the ball out. Saw another fumble forced. But we also didn't seem to be motivated. We didn't seem to be detail-oriented. You can't say we are and then have penalties for a guy lining up off the ball at receiver, giving us a penalty that nullifies the longest run we had in the game, and it didn't count. So I guess that I shouldn't say nullified. I should say it canceled it. Overall, things are what they are. I will be in Tallahassee this weekend cheering on the Gators. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always, go Gators.